Hey everyone, welcome back to What in the Wellness. As you may have noticed, there's been a little bit of a break since the one year episode, and that was our one year celebration. And the reason for that, as you may or may not have figured out, is that I am expecting my first child with my husband, and we are completely overjoyed. Uh, but that also meant that I needed to take some time and reevaluate what I was able to do during pregnancy and during the first, um, at least the first few months uh, with adjusting to a newborn and life as a first time mom. And I'm about to go on maternity leave and I really wanted to highlight and celebrate um, this entire pregnancy, my journey, uh, what I've experienced, notes that I've made, and um, the people that have really been there and helped me along the way as well. And you may or may not have noticed that I actually had several truly incredible professionals um, related to birth and pregnancy and momhood um, throughout the last year of podcast episodes. So I really wanted to bring them all back together in a little maternity series and really just highlight their expertise and what they've really meant to me throughout this journey. Um, and so they're all together with a pelvic floor therapist, the chiropractors that specialize in prenatal postnatal care and infant care, um, doulas, just everything there is to do with this whole experience. Um, and they're just amazing people. And I'm so grateful they've been on the show. So what I wanted to do is bring them all together for a little maternity series and um, highlight those episodes all together so that you can also celebrate with me this special time. And then I will come back next year with my little guy and, um, and we will experience the podcast in a whole new way. I've got some really exciting ideas um, and ways to bring the podcast to you in a different way. I'm super excited about the direction and bringing back what in the wellness in a completely new revamped way that I think will be just a really great journey together. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, and I really hope you enjoy this maternity series focused entirely on um, celebrating the journey that is pregnancy and momhood and all the experts that can help you along the way in that journey. So um, enjoy listening and I will see you soon. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of What in the Wellness. As always, I love to hear your feedback, suggestions for new topics, questions that you would like answered, maybe even a guest that you would like to have on, or maybe you'd like to be the guest yourself. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach me by email or message. Uh, you guys know where to do that. Now, let's get started for today's episode. Hey guys, it's Ansley Knopf uh, with our episode of What in the Wellness, and I have an amazing guest with me today, and her name is Dr. Robin Hawkins. Um, she is a chiropractor. She co-owns the Magnolia Chiropractic in Martinez off of Furious Ferry Road. They offer specific and gentle chiropractic care for the entire family, from newborns to senior citizens. They're dedicated to providing the highest quality care in a comfortable and family-friendly environment. And their ultimate goal is to provide care for families, as well as educating them on natural, proactive methods of health and healing. Her true passion is caring for moms, expecting moms and their families. She's certified in the Webster Technique, which is a specific chiropractic analysis and adjustment created for pregnant women. Providing care during pregnancy offers many benefits for both mom and baby, such as less back pain, a more comfortable pregnancy, 
optimal fetal positioning to promote growth and development for the baby, improve sleep, and an overall healthier pregnancy. So I am excited to welcome Dr. Robin Hawkins into our discussion today. So Dr. Robin, please, for those of people who are listening who don't know you yet or extremely well and are just getting to know you now, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Super excited. Um, but yeah, I am a chiropractor. I've been practicing for about two years now. Um, I actually worked in a chiropractic office um, when I was an undergrad and absolutely loved it. And so that's awesome. kind of how I got into the profession. I know it's, it is growing, I feel like, in popularity, but I feel like even back when I was going to school, it was, you know, it was getting there. So um, but yeah, I, I, I love it. So it's, it's different, but it's still, you know, still helping people. Um, it's more of a natural and conservative approach to healthcare, which I really love. Um, but yeah, so we are in Augusta, um, at Magnolia Chiropractic. We've, we opened that office about a year ago. Um, and I do see, you know, people of all ages, but I, you know, my passion is definitely seeing moms and, um, pregnant women and families. So that's, that's really, you know, where I like to um, focus my practice on. So, but yeah, I'm happy that you have me on here today. I'm excited. This is great. So what led you, um, I guess, kind of like obviously being led into medical field and then chiropractic care, that's kind of a journey in and of itself. But did you spend time in general chiropractic care? What led you to having such a passion for working with moms and expecting moms and stuff? So I feel like in general, I mean, I was actually going to school for um, nursing, which I think is an amazing field. It just wasn't for me. Um, and so in the meantime, I just happened to have that side job in college just as a little, you know, job to make money working in a chiropractic office. My dad was a patient. And so that's kind of how I ended up there. Um, and then once I got there, I was like, Whoa, this is different. It's really cool. It's helping people, but in a different aspect. And so I just loved that part of it. So it wasn't until I got to chiropractic school that I really actually learned. I mean, I was getting adjusted, but, um, when you're kind of in school for that one like specific field, I feel like that's when you kind of get, um, you just like you dive in head first. And so that's when I really like started to pick up on more of the, um, natural approaches to healthcare, even for myself personally. Um, but in school, you know, you're, you're around all these different techniques and types of people that you're caring for. Um, there's a clinic there that you see people from, um, in the community and I had all different types of patients, but I did have some pregnant moms and I just loved it. Like it was just <laughs> something about caring for them that, you know, during that time of their life that I really enjoyed. Um, and then once I actually started practicing, it kind of grew from there. And I just realized that by, um, you know, having them start care during their pregnancy, it was kind of like this building block for um, themselves, but also for uh, their family too. So, you know, kind of um, opening up their, you know, just kind of educating them more on natural approaches to healthcare. Um, not just for themselves, but for their entire family. So that's that's really what I really love about it. Because gateway, um, the gateway to the <laughs> it is. It really is. It's crazy. Um, so that's I think that's one of the biggest things for me is that was just so different. You know, every mom they come in, it's like a light bulb moment, and you realize, oh my gosh, like there's so much more to this, and my family needs this. And so that that's the cool thing for me. That's that is amazing. That is great. It's and they always say too, like that kids are the way to 
the parents with a lot of things. And so I think that that can be even true of like someone that's just expecting like their kids, they're maybe willing to take care of themselves in a different way than they might've been before they were, you know, knew that they were expecting. So that's right, yeah. super cool. I love that. Okay. So we've got some questions for you. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm, I'm more familiar with Capra Taker. My growing up, my best friend, um, and like our best friend, like family, you know how like families sometimes have that family they always hang out with and do stuff with. Um, her dad was a chiropractor, still is. And so we grew up around chiropractic care. And of course, like back in the day, um, it was very odd. It wasn't necessarily like as well known as it is becoming. Um, and so we were always like, he cracks people's spines. Like, it was like, what is he doing? Um, it was, I was afraid of it for a really long time because I was like, I don't want him to crack me like that. Um, and there's also a little bit of a difference between, I guess, maybe like more like old school chiropractic care and then some of the newer techniques they've come out with. Um, so I finally started getting adjusted. Honestly, I think. I can't remember if it was before or after, but I know distinctly after I was in rear, I was a rear-ended in a car accident. Um, and obviously they were like, oh, you are messed up. So they sent me to a chiropractor. Um, and that was kind of my journey. But then becoming an athlete and being in fitness, I just, I needed that extra care. And I, there really wasn't any other help um, besides therapy and physical therapy, massage therapy. And they all kind of integrate together, like you said, this natural integrative kind of wellness approach. Um, so I'm familiar with it now. I'm not scared of it anymore. I love it. Um, but for maybe those people that aren't quite familiar with chiropractic care, what are some of the benefits of seeing a chiropractor? So obviously everybody knows, you know, like it helps with back pain or neck pain or headaches, um, which it does. I mean, really all we're doing is just making sure that, um, the bones of the spine the pelvis are properly aligned and so just making sure that everything is sitting where it needs to be um and so when that happens then it also makes sure that the surrounding soft tissue like muscles and ligaments are functioning correctly um but then also it's connected to your nervous system which is your brain and all of your nerves you know that controls literally every function so it's a little important just a little bit yeah just a little just yeah a little. yep so, I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest connections I think that people don't even um, realize is just that by making sure um, that your spine is properly lined, then it helps to improve the function of your nervous system. So yeah, I mean, you're not gonna have as many aches and pains, things like that, but you will have, you know, improved sleep. Um, it can, you know, pretty much help with any function that you can think of just, you know, because of the nervous system, um, but then also decrease stress. And um, I know a lot of people say that it helps them um, kind of control like different emotions too, you know, stress or anxiety, things like that. So um, there's a lot of benefits to it. So many, I know Pardon wants to nerd out and be like, ooh, can we talk about like the nervous system and all the different things like digestion and like this over here? And, I know. <laughs> don't worry, guys. We're going to do a whole series. We're going to talk about all kinds of different things with chiropractic care. Um, so I guess I mean, I feel like the answer to that would be pretty much everybody, but I mean, who needs to see a chiropractor? And on the flip side of that, is there anyone that shouldn't see a chiropractor or somebody that may need to have some sort of, I don't know, clearance or something? Like, how do people know if they should see a chiropractor? So I know it probably sounds cliche, but to me, everyone <laughs> needs chiropractic care only because, um, 
the goal may be different or like the reasoning for the care may be different, but it's still beneficial for all ages. I mean, I've seen newborns all the way up to senior citizens. So, I mean, obviously care for a newborn and an adult are different, but it's still beneficial, um, especially for kids. It's more of like a um, preventative type care, kind of like how you get your teeth clean to prevent cavities. Right. Same thing for them. Yeah. So it's just good, um, you know, to help them have good spinal health and help the nervous system like we were talking about all of that. So um, there really are benefits for every group. I mean, athletes, like you were talking about, you know, they have improved performance and um, helps to prevent injuries for them. Um, and then I know we touched on, we both see a lot of moms and things like that. So that helps them so they can be there for their kids. Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, literally every, every age group can be seen by a chiropractor and benefits, um, from getting adjusted. So I know you're saying like, who was that? <laughs> so if you have a spine, you should see a chiropractor. <laughs> literally. Yes. Yes. It's true. And even people that have had, I know some people, um, that have had like surgeries mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that they can't get adjusted. Um, and we can even check them too. So that's what a, a lot of people think if they've had back surgery, they can't come, but they can. Right. Like my dad actually has, um, he's had lumbar surgery. Um, and then my mom's had cervical surgery. So I know they would both have questions. They'd be like, Oh, can we go or should we go? And, um, so that's kind of what led me to ask that particular question was, is there anybody that can't see a chiropractor? Um, a question that you didn't originally think about, but something, I guess, um, what would be maybe like three things that someone needs to, because obviously, it's, it's the health, it's the health industry. Um, and there can be some really great things in every kind of, um, aspect of that. And then there can be maybe, a, a little bit less great aspects of that, um, depending on like the operations and procedures. So what would be like maybe three things that someone needs to either ask or look for when they're seeking a chiropractor, if they can't come see somebody like yourself is local, um, right. Yeah. Have, national and international listeners. So what would they need to look for um, when they're seeking in a chiropractor? Um, I would say there's a few different things. One is um, like, I guess this would be for certain parts of the population. So kids, pregnant women, athletes. Um, My biggest advice for that would be to find someone that specializes in those groups just because Mm -hmm. there's Um, they've had extra classes or um, because they focus on that so much sometimes they really go into detail for those um, groups of people Um, so that would be one another would be um, maybe where they went to school or the techniques that they use which I tell everyone that's kind of like when you're trying to find um, maybe like a trainer or a massage therapist or something I feel like you always have a personal preference somebody that kind of vibes with you I feel like chiropractic is kind of the same way um, cause there's just so many different ways that we can practice and adjust and one technique may be great for someone and not so great for another person. So, um, just what techniques they use, um, just if they work with certain, certain groups, I think those would be the biggest, biggest things if you're trying to find somebody. Okay. Is there ever, um, maybe like a, a cautionary kind of thing that someone needs to be concerned about? I know for myself, um, if I have to seek a new care doctor of, you know, for chiropractor, I personally don't want to see them um, unless they do x-rays on the first visit, um, because I feel like you can't really adjust my spine if you don't know where it's at. Um, So for me, that's kind of a thing. I just personally won't see a chiropractor if they're not going to take x-rays 
prior to adjustment. Um, is there anything else kind of like that that maybe someone should be thinking about when they're seeking chiropractic care? I know that is a big one. Like we take we take x-rays in our office other than obviously like kids, pregnant women, things like that. We don't, but um, it, it really is important because we always tell our patients it takes the guesswork out of it too. There may be something there that you don't know about. Um, so yes, asking if they take x-rays on their patients um, and then Hmm. That's, I would say that probably, That's probably it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I would say too, I, I know like we do another big one would maybe be, um, if they'll do like a consultation first, I know we do that. So like if someone is hesitant or maybe they want to meet you first to kind of see, um, maybe how they're going to treat you, that would be my biggest thing. Just meet with them first before actually like scheduling and kind of see if y'all are a match. That's a good thing. A lot of chiropractors do those. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think you're right. That's true in a lot of things like whether it be massage therapy or working with a coach or something like that. You just have to have the right the right fit um, and not judge the whole the whole industry by like one person. Maybe just didn't vibrate with them. So um, so we're talking a lot. I have a lot of moms that I work with. Um, they are a huge part of the population. Um, how can chiropractic care help moms specifically? So, I mean, obviously, you know, both pregnancy and then caring for kids definitely takes a toll on um, your body. So a lot of times I know moms will, um, you know, they'll have different things happening during pregnancy. They say, okay, I'll have the baby and then I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, um, sometimes that doesn't necessarily happen. I mean, I have, I've had a lady that was in her 60s and she said I've had back pain since my last child and that was 45 years ago oh my gosh so yeah yeah so I think sometimes they, they think that um maybe it's just normal because you know they have kids they're active they're doing a lot of you know things but there are um ways that it is helpful so I think that would be um just the biggest thing that that moms can take away is that um just making sure that their bodies are functioning the way that they're supposed to. So, you know, kind of like the saying, how everybody says you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Right. That's my biggest thing for moms. Cause I feel like they don't take that time. They just kind of push everything um, to the side and just kind of like push it off and ignore it. Um, but really if you can take that time for yourself to make sure that you're healthy, then you can really focus on your family the way that you should. So. That's yeah. how I preach that all the time. <laughs> you and me both, sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, we both have talked a lot too about how we both like to work with everything from um, like pelvic alignment, um, which changes a lot just throughout a woman's life and especially during and post-pregnancy, um, pelvic floor and posture um, and things like that. And then um, I know we've talked a lot about too about working on imbalances and trying to figure out different ways that you can position the body um, when you're either holding or caring for kids, holding inside, holding on the outside, um, and then just caring for kids in general. There's a lot of bending, reaching, twisting, pulling. Um, so what are some good tips that you have from a chiropractic perspective on proper posture and how to lessen stress on the spine with those just daily movements? I mean, they're not even maybe exercising or training per se at this point, this is just life for them. So what are some of your favorite tips to share? So I would say, you know, specifically for moms, a lot of it is um, like holding kids, you know, if they're 
um, babies or a newborn or an infant, make sure that you're using like a nursing pillow or something so you're not constantly having to like keep your arms up to hold, you know, hold baby. Mm. Um, and then as your kids get older, just, you know, a lot of times moms will have a habit of um, kind of like putting their kid like up on a hip. To up on hip. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> so just make sure you're alternating because if not, not, then you end up, you know, just really closing down on one side and that can um, I've seen a lot of moms that start to get even like scoliosis from it, just from staying bent to one side all the time. Wow. So that's a big one. I mean, obviously you're going to hold your kids. So just make sure you're alternating, you know, sides with that. So, um, obviously too, you know a lot about this, but just doing daily stretches to kind of like offset the movements, you know? So if you're slouched over all the time, holding your kids or, um, you know, reaching over doing dishes or laundry or whatever, um, just make sure that you're doing like door frame stretches to kind of stretch through and open all of this up. Um, or laying on a foam roller on the floor and just kind of like, have you ever done that? Like laying yes. over on a foam roller? It's amazing. <laughs> it's yes. like, oh, it's so such great. It's such a natural, <laughs> like gentle traction as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's amazing. All the, all the stretches. Yep. So just, just stretching, you know, just anything to offset like what they may be doing, you know, like being, you know, staying bent over is one doing yard work, picking up kids. Um, so I always tell um, a lot of moms too, especially to do like hip tucks, you know, like when you're sitting to kind of like pull your hips up under you and hold it there for a few minutes and then relax. Um, those are great to do too. Cause especially since, you know, like in pregnancy, usually they'll have that, um, like pelvic tilt. Yes. <laughs> like where your pelvis kind of rocks forward and then usually it stays, you know, I find like even moms when they have toddlers, their hips are still tilted forward so that helps with that yeah yeah that's actually something I have to think about a lot myself and it's something I coach almost almost every single it just depends not everyone has an anterior sometimes I have a posterior sometimes they're a few are neutral not many um and so obviously each one's coached individually but I find more and more um especially if they've had a child um that anterior pelvic tilt is pretty pretty significant. Um, I have a pretty significant one already um, and I haven't even had a kid. So it's something I'm constantly thinking about having to tuck it under, tuck the hips under, get ready to do it even before I do a squat or something like that, having to tuck them under because I'm not actually in alignment. That's the way my body's naturally curved, but it's not actually naturally aligned. And I think that's something um, that can be difficult to think about because we assume that the way we're built is the way that it's the natural way to be. And it's just genetically I'm made to be like that, but that's not my optimal movement pattern um, or my optimal alignment. So that's something that's been interesting to have to work with because everyone's like, oh, look at your severe anterior pelvic tilt. I'm like, I know, and I haven't even had a kid yet. So, um, but that's created interesting hip problems all the way down the body. And then I've had like IT band issues and knee issues. Um, so that's been interesting. I do have a question um, because our resident expert right now. Um, when it comes to things, do you have um, I look up, a personal and or professional opinion on things like baby wearing or tips for baby wearing on how that can either maybe help or not help or maybe tips that they need to think about when they're baby wearing? Because I know that's really popular. Yeah, um, obviously, if you're wearing it right, you know, you want baby up and close you know, up and close to you too, that's going to help your back because if not, um, it's going to pull you forward from baby being further away from you. But the biggest thing um, is make sure, which 
I wish I had a visual, but um, <laughs> basically when baby is in the wrap or the, you know, whatever you have that you have baby in, you want their, um, how can I explain this? Their knees kind of higher than their hips, if that makes sense. Okay. So that's a big one for, um, I know I've even seen like in the store, some, um, some of those are not safe for babies hips they're not safe for babies. Yeah. right because my thought with that was it's not only mom's alignment at that point it's also babies right uh, right because of the way that they're and so that's kind of i was like so curious about that as a question um because i think there's so many things we think we just think babies are just so flexible and for the most part you know that's true but also since you do work on infants um i was like i wondered about the baby's alignment with that as well so um just picture like I, I think they call it like the little froggy position like you like want their froggy. legs kind of like up you know instead of dangling basically if that makes sense okay yeah yeah that actually does because i have seen i've seen a lot of the dangling but it just seems like that's the i don't want to say that's the norm but I, that's kind of just the mostly what i've seen was the legs dangling so i wondered if there was a more like a better position for the baby to be in. yeah the um the wraps are better about it instead of like the actual like baby wearers that you see with like buckles and stuff. Right. Um, when you get the actual wrap, usually you can wrap baby to where their legs are up a little bit more. It's it kind of easier to control that, so. Okay, very cool. Um, okay, so let's see. Curious about you personally. Um, what has been the greatest influence on your personal health journey um, and, and why that? So definitely chiropractic school. It was kind of, it was good and bad at the same time, because I feel like you were around so many um, like-minded individuals. It was nice. Like, you were kind of, like, in this little bubble, and, but it really did, it strengthened a lot of my own personal um, health beliefs and changed some of them, too, from, you know, like, day one in chiropractic school, what I'd been around, like, the normal medical model, and then getting in school, kind of learning some new things, opening my eyes, and then transitioning. So, Truly, like when I think about it, it's kind of interesting to think of myself like pre-chiropractic school and like day one and then like graduation after. I feel like um, health-wise, like even my thoughts on things were night and day. And I think a lot of it was just not being educated originally, I think was a lot of it. Um, but I, yeah, that would be the biggest thing just because I learned so much, um, even outside of class, just being around people that also wanted conservative, natural, you know, more methods of healthcare. So that was great. I love that part of it. I love that too. That's great. Um, so what, I guess, what is one of the biggest, most impactful, since that's a whole belief system, right? We could talk about that forever. Um, what was the, one of the most impactful belief shifts, like something that you thought before that you now realize there was an alternative approach, like something that was just really powerful because obviously as a whole it's impacted now you're a doctor of chiropractic care this is what you do um but was there a do you remember a specific moment we were like whoa or wow like i've never thought about that something that shifted that kind of changed everything that you remember distinctly um i would say biggest thing would be um having more of a proactive approach to health instead of a reactive. I feel like, not that it's completely bad, but I feel like 
our society focuses more on like the reactive part of health. So once something has already happened, what do we do then instead of let's prevent it and then we don't have to necessarily always, you know, edit this terrible result. So I think that was the biggest thing for me just because I didn't even, I mean, I've heard of being proactive when it comes to, you know, like eat right, exercise, you know, but as health in general, like it's so much more than that. So I think that was it for me. Um, and that definitely resonates in chiropractic care too, by just making sure, um, even if you're not necessarily in pain, you know, getting checked for maintenance visits just helps to prevent a lot of issues in the future. So I think that was the, I mean, one of the biggest takeaways for me, cause I was like, whoa, like a light bulb moment, you know? I mean, just like, don't like to about fix it, that it we can prevent it. Like what? <laughs> hey, yeah. And so it's just, yeah, that's just something I wasn't ever exposed to until I got into, you know, chiropractic school. And um, even in some of the classes, they would kind of touch on things like that. And so I was just like, wow, like, <laughs> how am I just now realizing this? So that was awesome for me. I love that part of it. That is so cool. I love that. Um, so I guess when it, in terms of that, and then kind of, we're kind of had a conversation centered around moms. Um, is there something like in particular or a case maybe that you worked with that you saw the benefits of treating a mom possibly early, either in pregnancy or early in the infant? Like, have you ever seen anything where there was an actual direct, you know, positive result from treating something early versus waiting until maybe something had worsened? Um, yeah, we have, I mean, I have um, several moms that have already had other kids. Um, they've never, been adjusted before, like during pregnancy or whatever, um, and maybe those pregnancies and their birth delivery wasn't what they wanted, um, and then they get start getting adjusted for whatever reason. Maybe the pain was so bad they couldn't take anymore, and the rest of their pregnancy and then their labor delivery and then after was just night and day from their previous. So I think that's been pretty cool. Even moms that have had previous C-sections and then went on to have um, a VBAC, you know, have a vaginal birth after C-section. And that was, you know, their biggest goal. That's what they really wanted. So I think that's cool to see too. That is amazing. Um, yeah, because then they have a comparison themselves, you know, like these previous pregnancies compared to this one. So um, that's neat when they, you know, verbally tell that to you too, like, oh my gosh, like this is so much better. So that's pretty cool. You're like working magic. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We try. We try. That is so, so cool. Um, okay. A couple more things before I let you go and then only to bring you back later for more stuff because we have more to talk about. Um, I guess if you had maybe three people um, that were businesses that you would recommend our listeners go and follow today, um, who would those, who would those people be? So I feel like I mean, obviously we're both in the Augusta Birth Collective. So that's gonna be more for like locals, you know, um, especially moms, expecting moms, if they really want all those resources related to birth and postpartum, um, that's really, really good. Um, but if more nationally, I don't know, if, have you ever heard of the Pathways to Family, family Wellness? Honestly, not until you talked about it for the podcast. I was like, what is this? It's the coolest thing ever. So a lot of my um, pediatric courses were through the ICPA, which is International Chiropractic Pediatric Associ Association. But basically they came out with their own 
kind of a branch off of that. It's a magazine subscription that parents can get, but it's not just chiropractic. It's like all things oh, cool. health and wellness for parents and families. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's very, very cool. They have, you know, like Facebook page, Instagram, but that you can also get like the um, the subscription too. And so it's it's really cool. That is awesome. But that would be the other big one. Um, and then Dr. Jolene Brighton on Instagram. She's like all things women's health and hormones, and it's amazing. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, really, really she's good. Great. I like all your selections. Excellent. Um, just as a, a cute little plug, we're going to throw in right here. If you guys haven't already started, um, if you are local to the CSRA area, the Augusta Birth Collective is um, a pretty new nonprofit collective. Um, and we're going to, like, we're both a member of that, a professional member of that. Um, and that is just one of the coolest resources I've ever seen come together. Um, just so many of us are in our own little kind of sector of, of the, the birth and you know, prenatal, postnatal, um, part of that, of a woman's journey there and the support thereafter. And to see these amazing professionals come together and like, just provide all these resources has been really cool. Um, so yeah, so you guys definitely should check that out. <laughs> um, okay. So thank you for being here and for giving us a little intro into chiropractic care and tips for moms. Um, if you have one takeaway piece, I'm all about action because um, knowledge is great but action is empowerment um, and so what is one takeaway piece of actionable advice that you'd like to leave with our listeners today um, so I think the biggest thing is just to um, really focus on yourself and your own health and to really just make sure you're being proactive and then to let that kind of um, resonate onto your family so especially you know we're talking about we both see moms um, and I think that that really is important. I feel like they do not take time for themselves. So really, if if you really focus on that self-care, then, um, you know, you can really be a better mom, better wife, better friend. Um, and so that really just helps your family at the end of the day um, by helping yourself. So that's that's really my my biggest thing. She's going to she's going to harp on that and, and preach that yes. until she can't do it anymore. <laughs> and I will, too. Um, Yes. So if you guys are looking to follow Dr. Robin Awesome Hawkins um, and Magnolia Chiropractic, she is, I believe this is on Instagram at R Hawkins Cairo. Yeah, that's right? Facebook too. That's Facebook too. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to put all of that in the um, show notes beneath it in the description so you guys can go and find her. Um, you can also find Magnolia Chiropractic and um, the both of them on Instagram and Facebook, right? Because I think I follow you on both of those as well. So that's fantastic. Um, and if anybody has decided that you're amazing and they need to come and see you and schedule a consultation, um, even right now with everything going on, um, you guys with the COVID-19, you guys are still able to see patients. You guys have followed a lot of precautions and made some changes. Um, so will they be able to call the office and schedule an appointment with you or book that online? Where would, where would they book an appointment with you? Yeah, they can either um, call the office. There's also a little um, contact box at the bottom of our website. Okay. And then also, if you message my um, my business page on Facebook, I can always schedule you too that way. So a couple of different options. So great. And we'll let you guys know also we're planning to do 
um, like a live workshop class sometime soon um, and let you guys know about that and it'll be all things awesome with with us together I'm so excited um, so you guys stay tuned follow us so you can keep track of all the new classes and other question and answer interviews I've got coming up with her and thank you guys for listening and for being here today Dr. Robin thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode have a great day and we will talk to you soon Hey guys, thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a patron of this podcast to help us develop more resources and get more exciting things out into the world about the global perspective on integrative wellness and health, please feel free to reach out via email or message. And I look forward to seeing you and the new subscribers that you're going to bring to the podcast as we go along on this journey. Thank you so much for being here and I wish you all the best and light and love as you continue throughout your day today. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a patron of this podcast to help us develop more resources and get more exciting things out into the world about the global perspective on integrative wellness and health, please feel free to reach out via email or message. And I look forward to seeing you and the new subscribers that you're going to bring to the podcast as we go along on this journey. Thank you so much for being here and I wish you all the best and light and love as you continue throughout your day today.